Welcome to the American Cancer Society's Detroit Discovery Ball Journey of Hope podcast. This year's theme is Health Equity for Research and Operations. Co-chairs for this year's event are Sean and Christina Vanderelsen. Christina and I have been involved in the Discovery Ball for the last couple of years now. I think this is our third or fourth uh, time either at the event or involved with the event somehow. And, you know, we both have people in our lives that had been affected by cancer. It's an important topic for us. And, uh, you know, as we look for ways to either donate our time or money or resources, um, the Discovery Ball itself seemed like a great way to do that. Plus, it's a lot of fun to attend. It's a, it's a, it's a fun and interesting event. The company that I work for, Lineage Logistics, has a charitable foundation called the Lineage Foundation for Good. Uh, a couple of years ago, when we were contacted by the American Cancer Society, the uh, the company also decided to donate and become one of the chief sponsors of the event. And then this year, the ACS team asked uh, Christina and I if we were willing to co-chair the event, and we didn't hesitate. We we jumped right in. So we're you know looking forward to co-chairing it and giving back whatever we can and and, uh, and supporting the cause. Christina Vanderels and explains why she's so passionate about the American Cancer Society and the Detroit Discovery Ball. So the American Cancer Society is really important to, to me. I think it's a, a great organization. Um, we all have a story on how cancer has impacted our lives, whether it's ourselves, it's a family member, a neighbor, coworker, loved one. And so for me personally, it's all about my mom. So my mom was diagnosed with endometrial cancer in 2010. And since that time, I have watched her, my family has watched her go through surgeries and uh, chemo, radiation, more chemo, more radiation, experimental treatments, and just watching her go through that is just been really, really hard. And being a part of the American Cancer Society committee and the Discovery Ball gives us an opportunity to give back and hopefully be able to support an organization who's finding ways to treat people that are dealing with this so that nobody else has to deal with this again. The American Cancer Society's Health and Equity Research and Operations Leader, Abby Samuels, talks about why health equity is so important. Central to everything the American Cancer Society has ever done. Health equity has been like the umbrella that, you know, is is over all of our work. Looking at health disparities and then trying to solve those problems to make the issue of cancer more equitable. So the HERO initiative, though, is actually how the ACS kind of reworked how we're talking about our our health equity work, because we didn't talk about it in the best way in the past. People didn't really see what we do as health equity. So, So cancer impacts everyone, right? But it doesn't impact everyone equally. And so we look at things like the fact that Black and white women are equally likely to get breast cancer. However, black women are 41% more likely to die from breast cancer. And those are pieces that come down to health disparities. So you can't talk about health equity without first talking about health disparities. What is someone's zip code? What type of preventative care do they have? What are cultural thoughts around getting screening and seeing your doctor? What are barriers to treatment and regular screenings? 
what type of medical care do you have access to? And all of those things impact health equity overall. So we know that the American Cancer Society is trying to reduce both cancer rates and death by cancer rates. And so we do have a goal of reducing death rates by 40% by 2035. And 2035 is not actually that far away. To do that, we need to look at the groups that are impacted the most drastically and focus on those. Whether we're calling it the HERO initiative itself or just health equity work, it's one and the same. Um, and it's really vital that we're funding specific projects and research to help us reduce health disparities. Lauren Hamill is a researcher who works with the American Cancer Society as well as the Carmanos Cancer Institute. She talks about her connection to the American Cancer Society and how she's working to help cancer patients. For the last nine years, I've been a member of the Department of Oncology and also the Population Studies and Disparities Research Program of Wayne State University and the Carmanos Cancer Institute. So the American Cancer Society is funding my uh, biggest grant right now, my largest grant, uh, which is testing the effectiveness of a, an intervention uh, that my team and I built over the last couple of years. It's a patient-facing at-base intervention to help educate patients on the type of costs they may incur as they enter into cancer treatment. And then also um, there's a communication intervention piece of it, which asks patients to provide some really basic information about themselves, which then populates a tailored list of questions that they can ask their cancer providers about some general treatment questions, but also mostly uh, uh, cost-focused questions. Alicia Jeffries is a Michigan native, born and raised in Flint, and works for Detroit Pistons Sports and Entertainment, serving in marketing and branding. She's also been cancer-free for 11 years and is able to balance her time as a Pistons executive with being the proud mother of four daughters with husband Daryl. But for a long time, life was not easy. I was diagnosed with chordoma, which is bone cancer of the spinal column um, when I was 28 years old. And uh, so my connection to the American Cancer Society is through my survivorship and um, through relationships working in the city of Detroit. I was connected with the team there and um, they mentioned the discovery ball that they were looking potentially for a local speaker uh, to participate. And with my story, um, they kindly asked if I'd participate. And of course, I'm happy to share my story if it can help others. My family life was deeply impacted because I was newly married. I was trying to start my own family, wanted to have kids. You know, I was in the middle, sort of the start of like my dream job career-wise. Everything kind of came to a halt uh, with that cancer diagnosis. Like the things you would do at a, as a normal 28-year-old, hanging out at happy hours with friends, co-workers after work uh, was not a thing that I was going to be able to participate in for several years. So the impact on my family was also sacrifice, specifically, uh, financially, uh, time. Um, I actually had to get treated several thousand miles away in Boston, Massachusetts, because I have what was considered an ultra rare cancer. And so the financial impact of that, and I needed care 24-7 at some points during my treatment, which was a three-year journey, um, took a toll, I think, both mentally, physically, and emotionally, but also financially on the family. My three-year uh, journey, because I had 
three separate tumors along my spinal column. They wow. each essentially had to be treated as a separate cancer, even though they were all the same cancer. So each area required pre-radiation, surgery, post-radiation, and recovery. And uh, you could probably imagine because the cancer was on my spinal column, actually in the bone of my vertebrae, the surgeries were pretty intensive and actually required removal of portions of my spinal column. So it took me about 52 weeks. I had to learn how to walk again. So when I say a three-year journey, it was legitimate. <laughs> three-year journey of treatment, uh, recovery, healing, um, and then doing treatment, recovery, healing over and over again. So I think it's a really interesting statement when people say, wow, you're such a hero. I, you're a warrior. Because um, in the moment of going through cancer and just really fighting for your life, you do not feel powerful or like a warrior or a hero in any sense of the word. And I always kind of anchored on, I had really strong love and kindness and hopeful people around me to kind of you know, anchor me through the journey. There was actually one moment in particular where I remember saying to my mother, I'm not going to make it. And I think that was probably the hardest thing I've ever, you know, said to her. And I, once I saw her face, I realized, oh, I probably will never say that again. You know, I think it was devastating for her to hear that. You know, there were definitely hard times. The one thing that I, that I always tell people is the, the word hope for me is actually, I use it as an acronym, um, and it just came to me one day, and it's how ordinary people endure. Hope is the ability to really endure through something like this. When I learned more about essentially the mission for the event, it really struck home for me the need for sort of health equity and resources, um, especially for those who are affected by cancer and, and need treatment and need resources and answers, you know, it definitely does not go past me. And in one set for one second that I was very lucky to have, you know, family and friends and coworkers and a church family who helped to financially support us for two of the three years, you know, they paid our mortgage. I just realized that, you know, for those, those people who cannot find their way to financial resources or even the wherewithal to, to find the information um, that it's just important that other people like ACS and the Discovery Ball can advocate for those who can't advocate for themselves. And so I just think it's an incredible mission. Um, happy to be a part of it because um, I know how blessed I was to, um, you know, be able to at least find people who could help me. Cancer affects anyone listening to this podcast in one way or another. We all know someone, whether they be a family member or a friend, no one is exempt. Once again, Lauren Hamill. In addition to being a cancer investigator, my father was also diagnosed with pancreatic cancer a few years ago. So once that happened, of course, my professional motivations uh, were augmented, let's say, uh, but my personal motivations were also uh, ignited. Um, so I started seeking out specifically that more advocacy around that particular type of cancer. And here again is co-chair Sean Vander Elsen. Christina and I are honored to be a part of the event. We've had tears in my eyes several times just listening to everybody's stories and understanding, you know, why they're putting their their blood, sweat, and tears into into preparing for an event like this. And it's uh, it's just been amazing to be a part of. At the American Cancer Society, we're on a mission to free the world from cancer. 
Until we do, we'll be funding and conducting research, sharing expert information, supporting patients, and spreading the word about prevention. All so you can live longer and better. The Detroit Discovery Ball takes place Saturday, October 22nd at Huntington Place in downtown Detroit. We hope to see you there. And thanks for listening.